Happy New Year, moms. I am going to give you a brief year in review of the highlights and something new that is coming up in 2022. So hold on. This is going to be fun. All right. First of all, I did a journal prompt that I hadn't done before that really worked for me this year. And I'll share that with you. And then I'll just share some of my top lessons, not all of them, but just what worked for me this year was to say, what were my top lessons of 2021? And before I go on, I want to say this though. Some of you might be thinking, I don't want to think about 2021. I am done with 2021. Just know that if that's where you're at, that's awesome. That's great. (laughs) It's okay because I think we get inundated at this time of year with kind of this idea that it's the new year. So we need to have new goals and affirmations and aspirations and intentions, all the things. And that's great for some of us who feel the motivation of it, which I happen to do feel motivated, motivated this year. And I'm in this mode for, you know, for some reason it's working for me, but there's been many years where that was the last thing I wanted to do. I didn't want to reflect on the previous year or, try to set goals for the new year. I just was like in the middle of get through things. I I couldn't I couldn't go to that next level and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that we just need to be wherever we're at, start where we're at and be attuned to what feels right to us. Whatever cycle we're in, whatever stage we're in, whatever vibe feels good. So, I wanted to put that out there. But for some of you, if it does feel like that time where you want to reflect or journal, then the lesson learned format that I did, I just put at the top of the journal page, top lessons from 2021, and it it made me kind of go through. I went back to January of 2021. February was a huge month for me because I left my career for a period of time and quickly found out that I didn't want to leave my career. (laughs) And so I left public education and then promptly went back to it a few months later and learned so much from that decision and that process and everything that I went through. And then as I went through the rest of the year and each month and some of the things that happened, it just, I don't know why, but that frame and that prompt was really useful for me. And so I'll just share with you one of the biggest lessons I learned about taking a leap of faith, because I think we're taught that when you take a leap of faith, that it takes a lot of courage and you have to trust yourself and you have to kind of go forward with your plan, no matter what, have your own back. And it's very it's kind of got a hero mentality to it. You know what I mean? It's got that feeling of of it's a big deal. If you take a leap of faith in an area of your life and do something you've never done before and it's a risk and this is, you know, going to be such a a way of almost like proving that you have trust in yourself right? And you can put a lot of pressure on yourself when you go and do a leap of faith. Let me tell you, because that is what I did. And I had a great big story about that whole thing. And, but here's what I learned that was so valuable. 
when I took that big, huge leap of faith and I had that big story around it, when I didn't have a safety net in place and I didn't have a preparation for if something didn't go as planned, I didn't know what to do when it didn't work, when it wasn't working. And I felt like my only choice was to say it's not working and feel like I was a failure and then or to be like, I have to keep doing this, which felt like a ton of pressure. I mean, I I kind of like put myself in a position where I couldn't win either way. And but what was cool is that what I did learn from it was sometimes when you take a leap of faith, you learn something you were not expecting to learn at all. And I think if I took my leap the way that I did, and what I did was just leave my career in education because I wanted to go in and do coaching full time. And what I realized was I didn't have to leave my career in education to in order to have my coaching be a rewarding part of my life. I could have both. I could still stay in public education, which was really rewarding and really aligned with my values and really basically what I want to do when I contribute to the world. But it also doesn't mean I have to give up coaching, which is another way that I want to contribute to the world and is really aligned to my values. So what I did was I went back to public education in the area of being a behavior specialist, which is completely aligned with helping families with kids who have learning differences or behavior challenges or mental health struggles. And so it's just like all came together in this most perfect way. And at the time that I thought I was failing and I made a mistake and all of those other stories I was telling myself, I just needed to trust myself, which was the initial goal of taking a leap of faith, right? And it just, it just had this very rocky, scary, hard part in right after I took the leap where I didn't have a safety net in place. It's just not that much different from crisis mode, honestly. If you go back to my early episodes about crisis management and dealing with a family crisis and all of those things, I mean, it really came full circle for me. And I almost like in some ways feel like I took that leap of faith as a way to, for myself, create some type of crisis, which is what I know how to do. And then overcome it or get through it or learn a new way of approaching it, which is what I did. And so now I'm in a place where I am back in public education, where I love to be working with teachers and kids, and I still have my coaching, which is also so rewarding and aligned with my values and makes me feel like I have this complete way of showing up in the world that's aligned to how I want to help moms and kids and anyone who struggles with emotions. And so that is really the main lesson of the year. I have some other lessons too. I don't want to take too much time on this episode because the other part that I want to tell you, and I'll just go over super quick, is I have new plans coming up in January for the way that this podcast will come out and the way it will be structured and 
I'm offering this really fun thing where I'm going to do monthly Zoom party calls. If you go to my website, there's already three topics selected and dates for January, February, and March. And what I love about this new format is that I'm going to have a topic of the month that's a very hot topic for moms with extra challenges. And we will do... During the calls, we'll be able to do real life in the moment scenarios where I can almost like coach in the moment or apply the topic to some real life scenario that is going on for different moms. And the other thing I want to tell you, this is just something that I have come up with in the last week or so, but my coaching format used to be a three-month or a six-month program, and it was structured kind of almost like weekly sessions, like very similar to like counseling or therapy. And it always didn't feel quite right to me because I didn't want to think of it as therapy or counseling. I really think of coaching as being more responsive to in-the-moment kind of situations. And so my new coaching offer is really personalized coaching. And so it's not a set time period. It's more goal oriented. If you are interested at all in coaching, we will have a conversation and then co-create the plan based on your goal. And the coaching might be like ongoing coaching two or three nights a week or It could be that you get coaching on the weekend, but then you have like Voxer support throughout the week with the situations with your family. We will have a very personalized coaching role. So it's almost like, I think because I used to be, my husband was a coach too, and and I used to be in sports a lot. I think of a personal coach as someone who helps you with a specific skill within your sport and you get in the moment feedback and guidance and they tell you what you're doing well and what areas you can develop more. So anyway, that's, I think of it more as a, your, the skill that we're working on is your skill as a mom. And that skill sometimes is self-awareness is one of the skills you need, or some of it is maybe one of the skills is setting boundaries or it is honoring your own truth, having your own voice. There's so many skills that can be a part of being the mom that you want to be. And so that's what I want to co-develop with you and co-create with you. So those are the big, the big changes. And I'm super excited about all of them. The three things will be that the topic of the month will be on the podcast. And then we'll have the Zoom calls that I'm calling the Zoom party with moms, but then the coaching program will be more personalized. Still one-on-one coaching. So I am so excited about 2022. I hope you are too. I hope you have a wonderful New Year's Eve with your family, and I will be back next week with a new intro, a new format, and it's going to be so fun. Happy New Year, everyone. Thank you for sticking with me through the last year and two months on the podcast. And please feel free to share this podcast with others. If you find a topic or an episode super helpful, share it with another mom that you know. Thank you again. Happy New Year.